Welcome to the Podcast on Fire Christmas special, or as we're calling it this year, Podcast Roasting on an Open Fire. I'm the host of Christmas Present, here with the host of Christmas Past, and possibly the host of Christmas Future, Mr. No. Kenny B. <laughs> hello, hello. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all. From the past, morning, from the present, morning. and from, from the future, I guess. From yes. the future. And we're also here with uh, former hosts as well and possible future hosts. Um, and I'll give a chance to let them go around and uh, interject some of their own Christmas cheer into this episode. Uh, let me start with uh, Phil G. Oh, Christmas cheer. Yay, it's me. Hello, welcome. Um, oh, it's good to be. That's too it's much fun. cheer. Yeah, it was too much cheer. <laughs> I thought that we wanted cheer, didn't we? <laughs> we were speaking off camera, but now it's time for cheer. It is Christmas and... Um, it's, I'm glad we finally got the year over. I'm finally finally got some good podcasts in, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm happy to happy to be here and celebrate with uh, you lovely guys, obviously, and Tom. Ooh. Yes, indeed. The roasting re- starts early. <laughs> We'd be remiss without uh, introducing uh, our other host here. Uh, that is uh, Tom K W. Uh, you may know him from former uh, podcast on fire episodes, but also of uh, the Logger Logs. That is correct. Hello. Yes, thank you for that intro. Hello, everybody here and everybody listening. It's your favorite half of the log logs and your favorite twelfth of podcast on fire, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to count. Uh, <laughs> Are we interrupting you in the middle of uh, prepping uh, my radio show? Logger logging. There is a there is some logger logging. Not right now, but there is some happening. Just before this and just after. So, uh, yeah, there was some stuff coming out, hopefully before Christmas, if we're good at our, good at our job. Uh, so, yeah, look forward to that. But I'm really happy to be here and happy to be with you guys again. It seems like only yesterday we were here doing uh, last year's Christmas special. Yes, indeed. And uh, that is part of the reason why you're hearing uh, my dulcet tones here in the host spot. Uh, at a certain point last year when I was... Uh, looking at my score coming in last place, I decided, you know, I've lost for two years in a row. How can I prevent that from happening? Well, as the uh, Joshua computer once said in War Games, uh, the only way to win is to not play, right? (laughs) (laughs) I see. I see what's happening here now. So, yeah, I decided I offered my services up to Ken to come in and and sort of take over the reins, as it were, uh, sort of a a fill-in Santa this year um, on the show. Before we get into some of the uh, questions proper, I guess, um, uh, let me just um, say again that, you know, all the hosts here do a variety of stuff. Uh, if you listen to this, you know all the stuff that Ken is involved with and, and the stuff that he does. And um, I'll give him a moment to sort of uh, go in and talk about some of that stuff that's gone on in the last year. Um, as I mentioned, Tom, you do the logger logs um, with another host here who was just here with us to say good morning, but couldn't be with us for the episode, right? Um, but what is, especially for my sort of American compatriots, what is a logger? 
What is a lager? Um, a lager is a beer, I think. Wow. A lager. Uh, I'm still kind of searching for the answer to that question. Fluids uh, of some myself, kind. But some kind of liquid that we ingest and makes us say ridiculous things uh, on a yeah, podcast. It's a bit oh. like now, if we, we were speaking now and we're on coffees and stuff, because it's mm. and stuff. if we were speaking later and we'd had 12 to 15 lagers, we'd actually sound like this. I'd prefer to listen to yeah, to be honest. It. That yeah. sounds a lot more interesting. What language was that, Phil? That was quite... <laughs> That was lagerism. I don't know about that. We'll have to uh, learn that for the show. uh, (laughs) No problem, Tom. Don't worry. Twelve points of lager. You and me will be. You'll be. You'll be fluent, mate. (laughs) Uh, Well, a lager is a type of beer, Paul, and not probably, probably not. Rather, uh, me and Stu's favourite type of beer. But it sounded good. We were looking for a good alliteration, and uh, those two words together. Um, yeah, sounded good to our ears. So that was the title, and that was after several lagers, funnily enough. So, um, yeah, we just ended up having a few beers, waking up, and realized that we'd, um, you know, scored the domain name and <laughs> all the social medias. So I thought, yeah, we got to do this now, and it's been um, ever so fun. You know, in uh, all seriousness, it's kind of a uh, not a byproduct, as in a bad thing, of the pandemic because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you guys were like properly taking initiative and try to be uh, social with the podcast on fire group and friends and uh, over video on on the weekends and what have you and i think due to loggers yes <laughs> this was sort of brewing excuse the pun Ooh, uh, that was good let me write that, that down uh, <laughs> the log, the, the, uh, steal that domain brewing dot com uh, but but it really formed <laughs> from that fashion. those social situations and bonding uh, us do uh, over uh, Shared knowledge and shared love. Uh, uh, knowledge, maybe not, but love, definitely, man. So, That's so, all you so, need so, for so a good show, I think. You, you, you know, you took uh, your sort of uh, social butterfly skills and then turned it into a show. I'm feeling a bit more like a caterpillar after COVID, but that will return. The wings will come back, I'm sure, man. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a rising out of the ashes kind of uh, symbolism as well. Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix from the flames. It's good stuff, and I would uh, urge everybody... Uh, to listen and uh, Phil let's uh, talk a little bit about some of what you do over at uh, Eastern Film Fans you were telling us a little bit about projects in the works that maybe you can't talk about right now but uh, what can some listeners uh, turn to stuff that you've worked on recently yeah I've uh, yeah I've got some cracking interviews in the works which will probably be around about the same time at Christmas but I've been doing a series of what's in the box. What's in the box? Oh, nice. What's in the box? I didn't make that from any particular film at all. Bro, bro. What's that from? Um, <laughs> what's that referencing? Seven. Uh, yes, it's from a seven. Christmas that movie, one. right? What's in the box? Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. It. Yeah, it's a lovely. <laughs> it's a cheery movie. What's in the box? What are you going to get for Christmas? What was Brad Pitt going to get for Christmas? I don't want to give the ending away because it's a cracking film. But um, what's in the box? You're not the Lonely Island, are you? I. <laughs> You're not referring to the Lonely Island, are you? That's a, that's a different type of present. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, we've been we've been opening what's in the box myself and, and Jamie McDonald at uh, 
supports us with Eastern Film Fans. Done some interviews this year as well. We got Scott as well, Scott Adkins this year and stuff. There's an interview online on a YouTube channel along with the What's in the Box, so you can catch that. A very, awesome. a very, very enthusiastic Jeremy McDonald, because I've interviewed Scott a couple of times, so he did it, and he was just so excited. You could tell it's, it's brilliant. It's so fun to watch Jamie just absolutely just freak out. He was just like fanboy. Um, and you said quite... Jamie. I thought... Jamie. Jamie. I thought you were saying Jane McDonald then. Oh, uh, yeah, Jane McDonald. Is that... Yeah, that would yeah. be interesting. No, because I, I did ask Jane McDonald, but then she wanted to sing all the time, and I was like, no, fuck. No, I'm not having that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, we're keeping the interviews. There's lots of stuff coming up for Eastern Fun fans over the next year and stuff. And, um, yeah, I've been, uh, it's been a fantastic year as well, um, hosting-wise. Fighting Spirit Film Festival was back, so we got to socialise out the COVID, meeting people, um, seeing films, hosting stuff. So, yeah, it, it's been great, and it's there on the YouTube channel. It's there on... On the website, but yeah, it's been fantastic, Mike. Very excellent. And uh, last but not least, of course, is our regular host and uh, sort of podfather all around, Mr. Kenny B. What's been up, sir? Well, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> Yilmust. I'm choking on my Yilmust already. Hey, all all good, man. I I think uh, it's it's been it's been demanding, but in a good way. The last two years, I'd say, because we've been mixing. Uh, the audio commentary prep research work with uh, the work that goes on on the podcast of course which is uh, research to a degree not as detailed as a commentary uh, I think we step up our game a little bit but it's been good fun to mix all of this and I, I realized both getting older and also finding out uh, that uh, you know there's not stamina to do constantly just commentaries or constantly just podcast or to be constantly writing there's no stamina in that so i realized i'm, I'm more happy mixing and matching you know mm. uh, so doing podcasts doing writing doing commentaries and creating that mix across the across the year so that's definitely going to be continuing as uh, me and phil my uh, my beloved commentary partner, no, partner in my love you, love you. Uh, we're gonna find ourselves some opportunities after walking away from other mm. opportunities but we don't need to speak about that it's not uh, Christmassy necessarily but uh, we have stuff in the works um, that are both official and uh, some things that are not official so that's uh, that's very exciting so you're obviously gonna hear this at uh, Christmas but in March essentially our next uh, a commentary no not not me and phil's commentary sorry me and paul fox's commentary yes it's coming out in march from neon eagle video on a um an Ooh. ifd film called kill butterfly kill i've but, ordered it already because i'm a fanboy <laughs> you ordered wait, yours you're wait. gonna get one loyalty <laughs> so, so that's happening but phil g and i are, are still uh, friends with the folks over at neon eagle video, and <laughs> me we and phil are still friends yes <laughs> yeah we're still friends <laughs> <laughs> we're not over each other like uh, yeah. another commentary so over. <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is the commentary me and paul did is a good two years ago now that release took its time to get in shape uh, mainly due to elements it's a kind of a problematic film to get into pristine condition in a short time span so uh, they needed to spend some time getting good elements uh, for it so the mixture is fun and to end the year uh, this way doing the christmas special is uh good fun so uh but uh, i'm also grateful to paul for um uh, for the assist because um i think i think i needed the the 
the time to do some other things instead to finalize some other mm -hmm. things so uh, so it all works out so all right well i'm happy to be here in this uh hosting spot this year we're going to do a little bit of trivia for some fun like we normally do um but uh what we've got is we've got different categories and this is sort of in the style of jeopardy but not exactly the same if you're not familiar with jeopardy there are six categories with five questions in each category and you'll get points for getting the answer correct but unlike jeopardy you won't lose points um if you get the categories incorrect we're not uh doing uh sort of the big hundred numbers and thousand number points that they do there we'll just keep it simple because uh i can't math the main idea here is that uh, if you get the question right then you will get to choose the next question from a category of your choice the categories are as follows hallmarked for death babes <laughs> in toyland and that's toy as in the japanese film studio uh, it's a wonderful <laughs> life. <clears throat> I'll have a Category 3 Christmas without you. Oh, nice. Seasons Beatings and The Dickens, you say. Which was almost Dickens in a box, but I thought, uh, don't want to go the <laughs> lo Lonely <laughs> Island route. But, uh, I like it. That's cool. That is so cool. That is so cool. All right. So without further ado, because we don't want to uh, run over long today, we're going to get started. And... Since Kenny B is our long-loving host, we're going to let you pick the first category, sir. And can I just clarify, do we uh, do we shout out our names? So because we picked the category, we are allowed to answer first, regardless. Yes. No, you, you'll shout out your names if you know the answer. And if you can, please possibly answer in the form of a question. So if I say, uh, this person uh, has been the longtime host of Podcast on Fire, you would answer by saying, who is Kenny B? Mm. Okay. okay. Who is the man with the soft chest? Good job, I'm sober. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez, yeah. Uh, okay. it's, it's not too late. It's not too late. Drink. No, I know. Yeah, I'm thinking that. I, I don't know whether it's too early to start, but I might have to. Go on in. Let's All go. All righty. Let's, uh, let's uh, uh, get into a comfort zone mm. quickly and first. So I, I'll pick the category. It's a wonderful life. All right. It's a Wonderful Life. The question is, this actor, writer, director, and producer has appeared in over 80 films and is the son of famous Hong Kong director Wong Tin Lam. Kim, who is Wong Jing? Jing. Correct, sir. Oh, nice. So I get a thousand points immediately. about how do I phrase the answer. I know it's Wong Jing. I'm like, okay, it's adding an extra layer of complexity. It is, <laughs> me it? Yeah, my, my brain. I switched on my brain off. It comes to the weekend. I don't turn it on. I've, I, there's so much capacity excuses, used in the week. Excuses, excuses, That I can't use in the weekend. I mean, that was so That's simple. Right. I'm not sober. I'm not sober. Okay, okay. Go on, Ken. Yeah, show off. So do I do I uh, continue picking uh, categories? Is that yes, you can continue in the same category, or you can uh, pick a new category. Well, let's uh, get out of the comfort zone then and pick Hallmarked for Death. This actor appears in the 2017 Hallmark film The Christmas Train, but is perhaps more recognizable as a big-screen police detective with this catchphrase: "I'm too old for this shit." Tom. Oh, for... go on, Tom. Go, Tom. Uh. Who is Danny Glover? Correct, sir. Yes! I knew it, but I was trying to phrase the answer again. Yeah, you beat me to it. 
Excuses, excuses. I'm gonna just keep coming up with them. I'm gonna say how many I can come up with by the end of the end of the, end <laughs> of the show, and then I'll win by challenge. having the most excuses. <laughs> that sounds sounds good to me. Refreshing. <laughs> so Danny Glover is doing Hallmark films. That's awesome. Wow. Everybody's doing Hallmark films. <laughs> I'm doing one next year. Yeah, Tom's doing one next year. Too great of a too great of a Hollywood name royalty to do these Hallmark films. Danny Glover. Or... I got everybody in there now. Yeah. It's like the equivalent of over here, actors and musicians doing pantomime. It gets to that point where you're of a certain age and you just do it. It's just natural. It's that's your career now. It has to be done. Yeah, he went from like Lost von Trier. He was in his films, and now, and now this. And <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> straight yeah. into the straight into the gutter. Anyway, um, just do Luther Weapon Five and just get on with it, Danny. Come on, right, guys. go on next. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> right, the category I'm going to pick is Babes in Toyland. Let's let's do that. Okay, Babes in Toyland. The first question: This 2000 film from Toei was initially released with a rare R15 plus rating, and set in a time when the Japanese government had passed the BR Act to curb the nation's juvenile delinquency. Ken, what is Battle Royale? Correct, sir. Oh. Going by timelines, I know nice. nothing yeah, of what he was doing. Yeah, there. yeah, nice. I thought, yeah. I can't, yeah, me, it's 2000, I know Good. of one film from that time. Mm. <laughs> Luckily, it was that one. <laughs> All right, sir, your choice of category. Okay, less said about Battle Royale 2, uh, the better, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, you know, we gotta, we gotta do it at least once. So I'll pick the category. I'll have a category free Christmas without you. This 1974 American sex comedy was created as a spoof of Universal Pictures' sci fi serial series. In, uh, that was definitely not comfortable territory. <laughs> no idea. 1974 American sex comedy created as a spoof of a Universal Pictures sci-fi serial series. Uh, no idea. No? no Tom. Let's open it up to the listeners. Tom? Tom. Flesh Gordon? Correct, sir. Yeah! Oh, oh, well, wow. Do I lose half a point awesome. for not putting it in the form of a question? No, it's Christmas. We'll give it yeah! Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I'd known that, I'd be winning yeah. by now. The bare minimum. Yeah, he gets the full point because he found out. He was looking for it in his <laughs> catalogue. Did you the... hear any typing? No. <laughs> Thinking, <laughs> no, my man. Uh, there were just the mechanisms in my head moving around. Yeah, the cogs. Cogs firing up. What well, was the theme song for that? The flesh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> if only, yeah. He loves sex right, with every one of us. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> These things write, the, uh, write themselves. Write themselves, they do, yeah. Ken, they do. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Tom, category choice is yours. Wow, okay. I'm going to go with, because I don't know what it means, the <laughs> what it entails. The Dickens, you say. The 2022 musical retelling Spirited stars this actor and SNL alum who is also known Phil. for another popular Christmas movie. Phil. Oh, it's one or two, isn't it? 
So I'm not quite. Okay, I'm going to say uh, who is Will Farrell. Correct, sir. Yes. Oh, on the board. Yeah, well, Spirit is Ryan Reynolds and Will Farrell. It's really good. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you guys see the commercial that they did for it, where one half of Millie Vanilli, uh, I, I don't remember who who has passed on, dubbed <laughs> no! the trailer for it. Go to Ryan Reynolds' YouTube <laughs> I hope channel. It was the, I hope it was the half that was still alive. Yeah, obviously yes, because he's on camera, so he's in a studio the studio poorly dubbing the. Uh, uh, Will and Ryan sitting there promoting their film in a Christmassy setting. Only Ryan Reynolds would think of it and get the guy. I'm so, sorry, I'm blanking on the guy's name. Who's uh, who's uh, 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 Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Uh, uh, but it's one of those things. I, I'm not sure that a lot of people got that. I was like, boom. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that was clever. clever. That's not seeing the film, but clever. that was still clever. All right, Phil, category choice is yours. Oh, excellent. I wanted this one. Season's beatings, please. Mm -hmm. I like a good beat em up. Many claim it's not Christmas until Hans Gruber falls from this Phil. fictional billing, building. Phil, go ahead. Oh, the fictional building. Mm -hmm. Nakatomi Tower. Correct, sir. Yes! And you've tied uh, it up. Yes. It isn't Christmas without Diad. Let's face it, folks. And I've also got the calendar. If you check the Facebook, I've got the calendar and Hans Gruber is falling off day by day. So what, what did you say? It's a calendar of where, where it's the, a calendar of Hans Gruber. Look at my Facebook page. And yeah, it's, it's a calendar, and every day you're taking down a notch. Oh, a I see. You see, it's a pro progress. Uh, progress. It's okay. Progress. Yeah, calendar each day. Countdown to Christmas. Countdown to um, yeah, Hans Gruber's death. Yeah. So, so now on the twenty third, you uh, you detach uh, uh, the watch, I suppose. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. A little uh, bit of trivia. Uh, originally filmed at Fox Plaza in L.A. and uh, no relation, unfortunately. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I I was watching the uh, actor on actor chat with Adam Sandler and Brendan Fraser uh, the other day, and they talked about the Airheads a little bit, and they they were so psyched being uh, young guys that they filmed uh, exteriors at the Die Hard building. The same building oh. in uh, Los Angeles, presumably, where they made Die Hard. And they, they were young and nerdy, of course. Like, Die Hard, John McClane was here, man. And we were doing our action-ish film, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Phil, category choice is yours. Um, I do feel that season beatings will be my best, but I'm going to mix it up a little bit. And uh, I'll go for the Dickens you say. All right. The next question is, often known for his roles in the Police Academy movies, this actor appeared opposite Bill Murray in the 1988 film Scrooged. Ken, who is Bobcat Goldthwait? Correct, sir. Nice. <laughs> I never got his name, but he won't see it. No one knows this, but uh, who is um, your profile picture, Tom? It's not Bobcat, but it has a connection to what you yeah. It's Proctor. Yeah, it's Proctor, Proctor yeah. <laughs> no one knows his name. <laughs> no, one, name. no one needs to know his name oh, with a character as iconic as Proctor I'd have that on my gravestone screw my real name do you know what I mean Proctor no one, no one needs to Proctor. know my name right at the top. Proc Proctor lies here Proctor lies here Proctor lies here leave us a beer perfect let's circle back to uh, one of the first ones I suppose uh, it's a wonderful life this filmmaker's first credit is as a writer on the 1982 Hong Kong film Once a Rainbow which was also featured as the first big screen appearance of Andy Lau. 
I mean, Fell, I don't know. I, I don't know. Is, is it one car fight or is it? No? It is not one car fight. It was a guess, to be fair. Ken will uh, know this, I'm sure. Ken also taking a chance. Uh, um, who is Alfred Chung? It is not Alfred Chung. You got this, Tom. Early 80s Hong Kong cinema. That's your, that's your expertise, right there. Stunt, I think. Stunt, man. Yeah, absolutely yeah. stunt. Okay. The answer is who is Wong Kar Wai? Oh, oh. Back so far. Oh. I always associate yeah. his beginnings with uh, with his comedy scripts. <laughs> Not that that's an excuse, but uh, I actually didn't know he went back. He went back that far. That's cool. All right. Ken, category oh, choice is still yours. Okay, even though, okay, because no one got it, I see. Um, Alrighty, uh, out of my comfort zone, Babes in Toyland. The toy produced visual film Interstellar 5555, The Story of the Secret Star System, features narrative anime segments with, with music provided by this French duo. I mean, Ken, uh, I'm, I'm not sure where we are in the ti- uh, timeline, but I only know of one French doer. So who are Daft Punk? Correct. Oh, oh I was thinking, yeah, I was not nah, cool. going to get that. Good call. So oh, if, he, if he was talking about, oh, oh yeah, uh, I, I, I forgot if you said a year or not, uh, as, uh, but regardless, uh, that's the only French electronic duo I know. Nice. Bonjour. Uh, Very good. Okay. Nice, 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 nice. Ken, category is still yours. You're leading currently with four points to Phil's two and Tom's two. Okay, let's go for season's beatings then. In this Christmas classic, a family member kidnaps his cousin's husband's boss and brings him home with a bow on his head as a present. Tom. 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 Oh. What is... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Correct. Oh, wow. Yeah. Too many words then for my brain to compute. Yeah, it was. Right it was one of those. It was like That's in there. there. I think Christmas Vacation would have sufficed, though. You wouldn't have been wrong, you know. Yeah, I just you wouldn't have Stu. Stu, help me, help me. I'm so used Stu. to like correcting Stu, like coming back at Stu. Ken, I'm a professional. Going the whole hog, buddy, the whole hog. It's National Lampoon or it's doesn't exist properly at all. <laughs> and Tom, do you remember the actor who they actually kidnapped? Oh, it's uh, Brian Doyle Murray. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do I get a point for that? No, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Take that as. Uh, I'll let you choose the next category. How's that? Okay, that sounds like a good deal. Um, I'm going to go back to Hallmark the Death. Okay, appearing in Hallmark's 2003 film A Carol Christmas, this actor haunts Tori Spelling as the ghost of Christmas present, but is better known for haunting the Star Trek franchise as its second TV captain. Uh, uh, Ken, Ken. Uh, you, you asked for the actor's name, right? Yes. <laughs> Who's Patrick Stewart? Incorrect. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Well, they'll go. Is it William Shatner? Yes, sir. Correct. Okay. William Shatner. Uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> he is the second uh, Star Trek captain because Jeffrey Hunter played yes. Captain Pike in oh, the you. first. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. When Whoa. you say John Luke, you kind of gave me away. But if it's not him, therefore, yeah, because I'm. Wow. That was a deep cut. 
he, he's amazing. correct, of course, but uh... <laughs> uh, I did my time, and Ken fell into the trap. <laughs> All right, Phil. Categories. Um, you predator, but... Phil. <laughs> Let's have. Uh, I'll have a category three Christmas without you. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. This 1972 film was adapted from a comic strip and would be the first animated film to receive an X rating in the U.S. Ken. Oh, I don't know what it's called. Ken? Uh, cool. What is Felix Cat? That's it. Oh. Incorrect, sir. Ah. Oh. It's the only one that I knew of. Yeah, Felix. I'm sure it was. Don't, don't know. That was the one I was thinking. My bet is on Tom getting this. He stores this knowledge. Uh, I can hear the cobs turning. I know he's done yeah. it. He, he got there with Christmas vacation replaying in his head. Eventually. Yeah. X-rating. Cartoon. Oh. Tom. Tom. The, the Adventures of Tarzan. Incorrect, sir. Oh. <laughs> the Adventures of Tarzan. Jeez. Phil, you want to give it a shot? No. <laughs> Ken, no you were close. Felix the cat. Ken, you know, Ken, you were close. Cat. It's just the wrong cat. Uh, oh. It's Fritz the cat. Not Fritz oh. the cat. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. That's we, what we not watching uh, art uh, gets you. <laughs> I want to see this X rated Felix the cat, though, for sure. I want to see I'm sure there's some fan art out there Fritz. somewhere. Fritz. <laughs> yeah, All right. Uh, I believe, uh, Phil, the category choice is still yours. Should we go for another one? I'll have a category three Christmas without you. Go All right. Yeah. In addition to appearing in category three films, this actor is uncle to singer actor Julian Chung and Anna. Kamiyama, and an in-law to actress Anita Yoon. Yeah. That's not wow. happening. Wow. Oh, that's tough. That is tough. And I've done nearly 69 shows of This Week in Sleeps, but this is not happening. <laughs> did, you, did you do that on purpose, Stu? Uh, it's Stu again! It's not here! What oh, the hell is going on? You Your friend has abandoned you. Obviously. I'm going to call him back and like, get him yeah, off exactly. for so long. Is Paul not good <laughs> enough for you? Tom's pining. Tom's pining for you. I have no idea what I have to say. Just no, 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 no. start calling him replacement steward. That makes you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Stew too. <laughs> Stew too. Put, put, put on a Scottish accent, Paul. No. <laughs> no, you don't hear that. <laughs> I know. Um, that was no. good. It's like he was in the room then. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. This in-law stuff and uh, actual real-life relations is just not my forte. I knew no. who do Wing Jing's right. dad was. But... I know it's okay. Shall I reveal it? Yes. Please. The answer is, who is Charlie Cho? I, I, Charlie oh, Cho. wow. Okay. Okay. So you learned something new there, and that's, that's quite good. I, I didn't like... know that. This is, uh, yes, um, he, he uh, in a 2020 interview with Asia One, he stated, um, talking about his history of cat doing Category 3 films, he says, I had a strong build and was a langzai or handsome man back then, uh, but I always played. But I always played the baddie. He's, you know, he's talking about his transition from sort of normal films. He said I was recognizable but not popular, and the ones who were popular were instead people like Eric Zhang and Dai Hao Cheng, Wong Cheng, and they played the leads who beat me up. So I went to do category three films to see if they dared to follow suit. 
Uh, and then he goes on to say um, of his um, relatives, uh, Julian Chung and Anna Kamiyama and uh, his in-law, uh, Julian Chung's wife, Anita Yun, um, he asked that they not associate with him um, publicly because he did not want to he did not want his reputation sort of tarnishing their careers. So that's why, wow. um, yeah, why that was that's never works. really, yeah. you know, out there with with them. But um, if you do some searching, you can find like you know family pictures of them and stuff together. So see, this, this is good because not only do we find the answer to the question, but we also get the background on it and um, obstacle We're learning at the same time. Yeah, it's learning, learning as well as quizzing. It is. So, it's like kids. The more you know, exactly. <laughs> I mean, did, did you ever get that? rep being closer to hong kong maybe uh, following the media and such that if you did category free for a while you were simply just scum that, that you you had no chance of being associated with or even talked of in the same vein as other persons in the film industry you, you obviously have persons who transition uh, uh Chi, for instance but uh, did you ever get a sense of like category free is just uh, instant uh, uh goodwill death in the film industry <laughs> I think uh, it depends on your gender. I mean, I think women probably had a harder time of it uh, mm. because the tabloids tended to focus more on on them and the things they did than the male actors. Mm. Um, and I think that uh, you know Charlie was kind of unique in being able to to do that. But then at the same time, I mean, you get a lot of these movies. You'd get regular people showing up in them. You know, like. Um, um, yeah, Simon, Simon Yam, Anthony Simon Yam, yeah, you know, yeah. and and uh, and just you know other you know regular faces, Kingdom Yoon and, and people like that would have you know normal sort of supporting roles as characters, and it didn't seem to be a, be an issue. So the rating certainly isn't uh, harmful in itself because the rating obviously doesn't mean uh, pornography uh, at all times. Uh, there's a movie called The Sparring Partner out now that I think is rated category three and. Uh, you know, going back to Aaron's film, Port of Call, and things like that. So it's not a dangerous proposition that when the triangle with the mm. three in it uh, gets slapped on a film that uh, that you're screwed or anything. Right. All right, uh, Phil, category choice is still yours. Mm. Okay, let's let's go back. Let's go back to seasons beatings. This artist stars opposite David Bowie in a 1983 film about prisoners of war. He also composed the film's score. Tom. So I think Tom got it first. Uh, Ryuichi Sakamoto. Who is Ryuichi Sakamoto? Correct, sir. I knew it that, that was the Bowie, Bowie, Bowie. Well, it's like Tom, yeah, came Bowie. out in instantly. Christmas, Come on. Nice. Also, Takeshi Kitano's first film. One of them. Oh, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't come back that far, but uh, he's, um, he's had a life. <laughs> Among other things, yeah. yeah I'm, uh, I'm, um, my, my deep contemplative thoughts uh, on uh, B. Takeshi. He's had a life. Appreciate he's had a life. He's, he's the coolest shit in Ghost in the Shell. So, uh, All right, he... Tom, you've uh, tied it up with Ken at four and four each, and Phil, you're just a point behind with three. Mm, so, Tom, category choice is yours. Okay, what have we not had for a bit? Let's go. It's a wonderful life. Mm. Yeah. Praying for Michael Wong sometime soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought that was the entire category. <laughs> well, apparently not. Probably should have been. Yeah. I'm going to get mail about that now. Okay, so one half of the music duo Tatming Pair, this artist appeared as His Majesty in the 1989 film The Iceman Cometh. Ken. 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 Ken.
I know this because we did research on this for a commentary. <laughs> yeah. who, who is Anthony Wong Yu Ming? Yeah. Correct, sir. Nice. Not, not that other Anthony Wong. Yeah. Just, nice. Literally yeah, did specific did research on his yeah. appearance in the Iceman comic for like a four sentences on his brief appearance because that's what you do for commentaries. You yeah, point, yeah. Point out that's longer in the, uh, that's in the cheating. Cut. That's definitely cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cheated like 100%. a year ago. <laughs> hey, cheating info. is still cheating, sir. Don't make yeah. excuses. This, this might when come it in handy outside of the commentary sometimes. Cool. I just all right, it. Ken. Category choice is yours. Okay, let's uh, let's uh, challenge myself and everyone else. I guess uh, with uh, the Dickens, you say. This 1999 version of A Christmas Carol was based on a series of one-man shows on Broadway and in London, performed by this actor, who also had a small role in John Borman's Excalibur. What? I'm sitting out that one. No idea. I would assume Tom is intimately knowledgeable about Excalibur, that film, but because he's yeah. have his stuff. He knows that stuff. Um, that info sticks with Tom. Uh, uh, I guess not. It's not sticking today, uh, buddy. No. Phil, uh, uh, so, the only person Phil? I know that's done it that would be old enough to do that would be uh, Patrick Stewart. Correct, sir. No, because I remember him doing Scrooge. Man, so he did Scrooge before, and I thought, yeah, he's been in Scrooge, and I'm doing Christmas Carol, but um, and I thought, well, he's got to be old enough, and they so. Nice one, man. Nice one. What yeah, a Scrooge. great deep dig. Yeah, that was. I was oh. that was Christmas. That's that's having kids and watching loads of Christmas films. <laughs> I'll try that next year. But <laughs> <laughs> the kids part. Speaking of Wait, just kidnap some, just kidnap <laughs> yeah. some and force them to watch Hallmark movies. Probably the easier option. Yeah. We we, we have an odd tradition here, tele- television wise, that uh, each either Christmas or closer to New Year, uh, every year, they screen uh, not Excalibur but Ivanhoe. The, the one that uh, Sam Neill stars in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not particularly like uh, it's not supposed, it, it's not meant for that season, but it's just a thing that Swedish television did and continued doing because the people demand it. And Sam Neill has even caught, uh, uh, caught that trend and tweeted about it uh, because he's a, he's a funny guy on Twitter and uh, uh, doesn't take himself too seriously. So he's always there to sort of uh, prop up that uh, tradition of Ivanhoe on, uh, on the TV. Cool, man. Phil, I think the category's choice is still yours. Uh, let's, uh, let's shake it up then. Uh, not my favorite, but let's go for Hallmarks for Death. In Hallmarks 2011 film A Princess for Christmas, he plays Edward, Duke of Castleberry, but some may better know him of his role as a spy who will live and let die. Tom. Tom. It's not Roger Moore, is it? God. Who is Roger Moore? It is, yes. Spooky, because I was just thinking when Ken talks about uh, that Ivanhoe, we have a tradition as well, um, the Brits, that every year there must be a Roger Moore film on TV. Uh, That's any any uh, time of the year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then it (laughs) pops up. That's weird. I thought it was a bit too obvious. I thought it was a bit of a trick question then. So Entrapment. uh, uh, Entrapment, yes, definitely. But (laughs) glad I took the chance. Didn't he? Uh, le- uh, let's test Tom's uh, James Bond trivia here without uh, any points attached to it. Didn't Sam Neill uh, 
uh, do screen tests for Audition. one or two of them. Yeah. yeah, for Octopussy, I think. That was when Moore was initially going to leave. Yeah, I've seen he was good. Of he that. was good. Yeah. yeah, he was good. They also did, I think it was James Brolin as well, who yes. weirdly yeah, was pretty that, good, but it was just strange. I've seen an American in the role. Yeah. But yeah, I love, I love James Brolin. I think he yeah. probably should. It's cool that footage exists because it isn't, as you say, it's not clunky, it's not embarrassing. It's a, it's a no. cool screen having, test. Who are we having as the next James Bond then? Who are we touting to? Oh, they say, is it Aaron, what's his name? I, 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 think, it, I think it should be Clive Owen. It, it should have been Clive Owen for years. It should, should have been Clive Owen go 15 years ago. Right. 15 years ago. Or Michael Fassbender. I think that's my two. Yeah, picks. be cool. I'd like, to, I'd like to see them go back and do a 60s and put a younger one and, and, mm. and send it back in the 60s. Do something different, you know what yeah, I mean? mix it up a little do, bit. Yeah, do it a little bit different. The same old, same old. And, and, and throw them in the 60s and throw a different genre and you could do different events. You'd be quite cool and stuff. But yeah, whatever they do, they always get it right and stuff. Um, but I hope is, they um, is Idris still in the convo? Idris Elba? <laughs> I, I, I think he was at one point, but without yeah. trying to spoil anything, they've kind of painted themselves into a corner with no time to die. So yeah. they're going to have yeah. to do something a bit, a bit different right. with the next yeah. one. Yeah. And, and I bet like a, a buck right now that, they, and I'm basing this on, on what I heard, that they're contemplating both obviously a new Bond, but maybe a spin-off thing with a female Bond because I think mm-hmm. they've had a popular character or two. Yeah, they've tagged yeah. that a couple of times, haven't they? The, the character that was in so, No Time to Die and they could do... Not just they, solely a female Bond because yeah, as great as that is, they're going to uh, face a shitstorm on uh, Twitter. Yeah, there's more 007s out there in a few times, so you know they could spin off a universe, so, so to speak. But Back in the Pierce Brosnan era, Brosnan era they mm. were trying to spin off Michelle Yeoh as a... Yeah, that was amazing. ...separate yeah. character. yeah. Well, I, th- I think she's happy by now <laughs> about her career choices, though. Like, one bond <laughs> yes, is fine. You know? Indeed. Tom, I think uh, you had the last correct answer, so the category of choice is yours. So let's do, uh, let's do <laughs> season's beatings. Actor David Harbour plays the Santa Claus who must rescue an ultra-wealthy family after a criminal gang invades their home well, on Christmas Eve in this 2022 well, film. Phil. Well, uh, it's got to be Violent Night, surely. Yes, correct. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, got to watch that film. I've not seen it yet, but it um, looks wicked. You can already find that one, I Very fun, yes. Yeah, looks looks fun. Looks right. It looks, me and the missus, I can't wait. It's a proper Christmas film. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you something, Paul and Tom and Phil? When Paul mentions, like, if Hallmark films from 2003, does that bring up any memory of having watched those, or those are impossible to separate? Like, yeah. uh, A Christmas uh, Miracle, circa 2003. Remember that? Totally remember that. That was awesome. Yeah, they're not very distinct, are they? Apart from those ones where it's like, you know, Colonel Sanders in it. That one's a bit different, but the rest of them all kind of, uh, don't know, a bit interchangeable, aren't they? Yeah, morph into one. Kind of difficult like stuff to remember. Spelling, that being haunted by, blah, blah, blah. Surely that must be memorable. Or maybe not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. Sounds pretty good, though. <laughs> but when Mariah Carey does it, and graces for stage. Oh, of course, because the acting is just so bad. <laughs> you know, of course you remember it. Yeah. Uh, All right, Phil, category choice is yours. Nobody wants it. So I'm going to put it out there. Babes in Toyland. All right, this 2020 animated feature from Toho currently holds the record as the highest grossing Japanese film of all time, displacing Spirited Away, which held the record for 19 years. Tom? Tom, what? Go- what is Call Me By Your Name? 
even though I know no incorrect. Incorrect. <sighs> that's like 2016. Yeah, and uh, it's the one I yeah. was thinking of too. But uh, it's and that's your name, not call me by your name. That's a different. Okay, oh, okay. Call but, me by um, name. Stars that is the that, that is uh, currently uh, yeah the, the main, third main actor, place. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, no okay. idea. No idea. I'm interested to find out, but no, I, I'm out. I, I don't know what I have to say. Uh, Tom, can you, can you have another go? No, you can't. Right, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> thanks, go on, Tom, uh, go for thanks it. Thanks for the support. It's <laughs> not the Attack on Titan theatrical movie. It is not, no, sir. Okay, that's what I <laughs> Not even close. Glad I got that out. Glad I got that out. The <laughs> answer, uh, Ken, do you want to give a guess? I, I, I don't know the title. Okay. Uh, it won't get me any points, but I can ask you, is it from the director of your name? No. No, no so, it so it's not even uh, him uh, being uh, the champion still there. Okay, no. I, I have no idea. It is uh, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, the movie Mugen Train. Of course it is. So it is, uh, this is... Uh, <laughs> on the tip of my tongue, that was. <laughs> uh, this is the new hot uh, sort of, you know, shonen uh, young boys animation that went from the first season um, to the movie, which was surprisingly, I mean, beat Spirited Away, um, pushed Your Name down um, to third place, and has really just, uh, you know, rocked the, the box office. And the question is... You know why? Because uh, it's <laughs> it's not necessarily any. I mean, it's it's beautifully animated, uh, but it's not. Uh, I don't think it's the most popular arc. It is it is a well loved arc um, th- that they tell in the story. But part of pe- part of it, you know, some some uh, would say is pushed up by because of COVID, uh, people getting back to the cinema and wanting something to yeah, watch. Um, yeah, so Phil, were you the? I think you still have the choice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's let's go back to our favorite uh, seasons beatings. Please. <laughs> All right, this will wrap up the seasons beatings category. This is the final question mm-hmm. for this category. This 2010 film from Finland was based off of two short films that tell a, a story about a company which traps wild Santa Clauses. And no, I don't know Finnish cinema. Oh, I've got. Uh, oh, that's. No, oh, I know what. I, know it. I, about I can't. Hats. I can't. I can't think of it. I do like my my films and stuff, and I'm. That's why I've seen it as well. But I can't. My no. Now I can't think. No, that's a that's a, that's a pass from me too. Okay, mm. it is. Uh, what is rare exports? Rare exports. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't. I could not pull that out. My brain. completely blanks on that. Yeah, great question. Great question. Um, oh well, that's that's season beating, isn't it? <laughs> no, no kung fu, no samo, no no, no, no anything. I'm, I'm, I'm basically <laughs> f- now for the rest of it. Um, <laughs> you were f- <laughs> from the start, Phil. <laughs> that's probably true, Tom. But okay, okay. So let's go with the Dickens, you say. This animated character, who made his first appearance in 1947 as the maternal uncle of Donald Duck. Tom? Go Tom. Who is Scrooge McDuck? Correct. Yeah! Oh. Come on. Couldn't Back in the that. game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 1947 first appeared in a comic book, not in the uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, which I think is where most people mm. remember seeing him early on. That's where the bar humbug comes from, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, perhaps from many places. Wow. Well, good work. Thank you. Tom is in the lead now with six points. So, Tom, category choice is yours. 
Okay. Right. Let's let's get back into a bit of uh, Cat 3. I'll have a Category 3 Christmas without you, please. This 1972 erotic film from Choryun tells the story of Ainu, a young girl sold... Oh, man. Let him finish, Ken. He's already said said the title of the film. Ken! (laughs) Go ahead, Ken. What is Intimate Confessions of a Chinese Courtesan? Yes. It's the only film I know the Chinese title of, and Paul said it. I knew. Did you you research that one last year, too? Uh, Somewhere last year, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm anticipating uh, glories in the future. So I would have loved to see that film in the in one of the Shaw Scope Arrow sets, Intimate yeah. Confessions of a Chinese Courtesan, but uh, we still get like Boxer's Omen in there and uh, gooey stuff like that, so I guess all was fine. But, uh, so this film, um, just a little bit of a side note, was recently, this past November, nominated in Time Out Magazine's number one uh, in their list of Hong Kong's top sexiest movies. So yeah. it's uh, interesting to see an older film because they had, you know, of course, Sex, sex and Zen, Extreme Ecstasy in there and um, yeah. some some other stuff. But it's interesting that they went back to this one uh, as their number one, which uh, it's a good film. I mean, as, as uh, uh, you know, these kinds of films go, it's very well produced. Although I think Chor Yun as a director um, can leave some people cold sometimes. I think yeah. the other side of Gentleman is still the sexiest Hong Kong film. That's the one with Alan Tan in a see-through coat, right, Ken? Yeah, plastic, uh, uh, plastic uh, <laughs> bodywear of some kind. And then he has All a right. big old crying Stop. scene towards the end with Bridget Lena. <laughs> oh, shut up. Shut up, Alan. All right, oh. Ken, category choice is yours, sir. Okay, let's uh, go back to where we started. Uh, I think, anyway, it's a wonderful life. Please and thank you. In 2019, this actor took the role of director to helm the musical I Love You, You're Perfect, Now Change. Mm. Wong something. (laughs) (laughs) Great, Ken. It's worth worth that Wong. First name Wong, second name (laughs) Erfel. Erfel. No idea. No. Speaking of, isn't a Wong? So, no, no takers. No, not for me. The answer is Wong Cholam. Wong Cholam. Uh, usually, a, in a lot of uh, Hong Kong, sort of silly romantic comedies, um, and it's primarily his his bread and butter. But he decided to take on the director's role for this to do this uh, sort of musical adaptation. Which is very rare for Hong Kong um, to do musicals anymore. So mm. it was an interesting choice for him. And I think he did a pretty laudable job uh, in the director's chair for it being his only, his sort of directorial debut. All right. So uh, choice is still yours, Ken. Is that the category not uh, depleted yet? Can I go with <laughs> No, we have one, one, one more for, from that uh, category. Let's finish up. It's a wonderful life. Okay. Uh, this American actor whose most recent credit is 2021's Clifford the Big Red Dog, is the sixth of seven siblings, one of whom carries the middle name Fitzgerald. Ken. <laughs> Ken. I, I have to say it. Wrong, uh, right or wrong, who is Michael Fitzgerald wrong? <laughs> no, wrong, bro, wrong I know, sibling. I know. I know. <laughs> well, uh, then, I, uh, then I have an answer, but I won't. Uh, I will... I will, will uh, not say it right now. Let the other guys have a chance. Uh, Phil, Mr. Wong. <laughs> First name. 
<laughs> can I get half a point? Uh, no, Tom. you cannot. Tom. Uh, Baldwin Wong. Baldwin <laughs> Wrong family. Oh. Baldwin family. Oh, man. And, and hopefully I'm correct if I say who is Russell Wong. Correct, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, Russell Wong. Whoa. Damn it. Oh, actual brother. Yeah. Russell Wong. Yeah. Yes. Kenny actual brother in. to Michael Fitzgerald Wong. It's and, easy uh, to sort of think of Michael Wong as... Uh, no is, one, no one else it. needs to exist it, in really, that family. Yeah. There's only supposed to be one. Oh, I was too busy being stupid. Anyway, never mind. Story of my life. Yeah. All right. So that closes out our "It's a Wonderful Life" category. Wow, it's getting down to the wire now. Well, was we lucky if anyone was getting any babes in Toland? So you probably want to deplete them next. You know, was it Russell that was in Romeo Must Die? Versus yes. uh, Jet Li, that was yeah. also right. Yes. When, when when they take flight towards the end, they're doing their Matrix fight. That, that that's uh, I believe anyway. Uh, Jet oh, and wow. uh, Russell Wong. Nice pull. All right, Ken. I think the category choice is still yours. Okay, let's uh, stay uh, stay perhaps in uh, in my comfort territory. Uh, I'll have a category free Christmas. What about you? <laughs> All right. This is the this is the last. Uh, question from this category this feature released in 1969 from astro boy creator osamu tezuka is considered to be japan's first adult anime and is based on middle eastern folk tales uh, tom boy's journey to the west incorrect sir Ken did what is uh, I don't know Arabian Nights? Close, but not yeah. quite. Yeah, I'm struggling here. <laughs> Phil. Um. Tom. No, no, I, I, I can't, I can't think of anything. <clears throat> okay, Tom, Tom, you want to give a guess? Yeah, to give another go. Simba the White Lion. No, it is not Simba, Simba the White Lion. Oh, <laughs> Although that would be interesting as an adult uh, feature <laughs> yeah. um so again for, for the furry crowd yeah the answer is what is a thousand and one nights mm. Mm. yeah yes yeah, nights mm. all right we're down to um three categories yep yep all my babes and dickens all my babes dickens. ken choice is still yours okay let's uh try out babes in toyland on December 3rd, 2022, Toei theatrically released a new computer animated feature called The First Slam Dunk, based on the 90s manga and anime of the same name. But this was the title of the 1994 Hong Kong adaptation. Uh, Ken. Oh. Ken. You, uh, you asked uh, what the title was for the Hong Kong adaptation. Yes. Um, what is Let's Go Slam Dunk? Correct. Yes. Oh man. I, I knew it was sl I knew it slam dunk in the title, but I, I thought, well, it's not oh, slam dunk. Yeah, that is one we uh, skipped for mm -hmm. Ekin, uh, Ekin or Aiken coverage. He's in there, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in there along with uh, the tanned one yes. uh, before he was tanned. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> after he, and after he was a criminal. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Can the category choice is still yours? Okay, let's uh, go for Hallmarked for Death. I don't watch these films, but 
maybe maybe I'll have a chance despite hold him out for death please in the 2021 movie One December Night this actor plays Steve Bedford an aging singer who's on the outs with his singing partner this actor likewise is known for playing an aged Elvis Presley in a 2002 horror comedy oh Tom Ken Ken I think you got it first who is Bruce Campbell correct Bruce Campbell Baba Hotep baby if we look at the point standings, Ken's ahead with eight points, Tom with six, and Phil with five. Let's uh, continue in the same category then, Hall Marked for Death. All right, final question in this category. In the 2022 film of the same name, this actor plays a crotchety grandfather who runs a store titled Pumpkin Everything. But in a cult 1997 sci-fi film, he uttered this line. This is for all you new people. I have only one rule. Everybody fights. No one quits. If you don't do your job, I'll kill you myself. Welcome to the Roughnecks. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, what's his face? Oh, Jesus Christ, what's his name? Oh. That's, that's not his name. Oh, is it M-O-M? Okay. Uh, Phil. Phil? There's, there's two I'm thinking, and I can't think the other actor's name, so I'm going to go Michael Ironside. Very good, sir. Correct. Oh, oh, yes. oh, Welcome to the Roughnecks. I love that film. W- were you contemplating That's the guy from Full Metal Jacket as well? Ooh. Yes. Yeah, Ollie Army. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. There's, um, oh, wow. Um, uh, what's it? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I love, I love, that's fucking, love that film. Um, okay. Uh, right, we're down to two. Down to two. Um, the Dickens, you say? All right. Last question in this category. In the 1970 musical adaptation Scrooge, starring Albert Finney, this Jedi knighted actor plays the role of Jacob Marley. Phil? Uh, Alec Guinness. Correct, sir. Oh, you know what? Also, except oh, Sir Alec Guinness. Christmas. It's, it's the Christmas film we were watching Christmas. I told you we watched Christmas films on our Yes, baby. Oh, making a comeback. Ah, uh, what a play. All right. We are down to our final category. Uh, mm-hmm. The last question for uh, Babes in Toyland. Okay. You ready? Okay. In 1984... Toei distributed this animated film, which would go on to be theatrically released in the United States in 1985 by New World Pictures under the title Warriors of the Wind. Ken, what is uh, Nausicaa, uh, Valley of the Wind? Correct, I don't know if you gentlemen have ever had a chance to see that cut, but that's the first cut I ever got to see of it. Um, And... uh, one of the things that happened as a result, um, Miyazaki was dissatisfied with the way that it had been cut up, um, and that's when he adopted a sort of no-edits clause for future mm. releases. And there's a tale that says that uh, when he got word that uh, Miramax co-chairman, uh, he who shall not be named, uh, Mr. Weinstein, uh, would attempt to edit Prince- Princess Mononoke, um, that... Uh, uh, Toshio Suzuki sent him a, a authentic katana um, with a simple message: "No cuts." Class. Yeah, that's that was a. It's a it's a very hard to find uh, cut. I think somebody's uploaded it up um, 
on YouTube, but I think I still have an old uh, v- my old VHS yeah. copy that slowly deteriorated. Yeah, I, I saw a version where they slapped that dub on the HD version. It really felt um, um, I, I didn't like the flow of it uh, as such, but it's a it, it's a nice relic to sort of watch that uh, the one and only time uh, uh, Miyazaki films were treated this way uh, mm. was for for Nausicaa and. Uh, it's not great and perfect that despite someone being a giant in their own country, when things are about to be distributed worldwide, especially in America, sometimes those voices uh, overpower the giant in that country. And Ghibli and Miyazaki and crew, they simply refused. And I love that, that uh, this is simple. No cuts. Mm. Maybe take it or leave it. Uh, we don't care. We have the money. <laughs> so... Uh, we, we we can we we can uh, show it to everyone else, but uh, if you want to cut it, then snooze you lose. <laughs> and uh, I really like that. But uh, so uh, and, and I guess I no I don't remember if Mononoke received a wide uncut release or if they said, well then we're gonna, just going to send it out to art house cinemas uncut. So what do you think about that? So I, I don't remember if it had a box office tally or not. Uh, but uh, certainly a legendary film, regardless. So. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, we've cleared all our categories, so now we are down to the final round, the final question. This question will be worth three points in total. So as our point standings, we've got Ken with nine points, Phil with seven points, and Tom with six points. So this this is the final round uh, question. There is one more question if we end up in in the result of a tie, uh, as a tiebreaker. So... Known for his early roles in Goonies, Indiana Jones, and The Temple of Doom, and more recently, the film Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, actor Ki-Hoi Kwan also starred in this 2002 film opposite Ikin Chang and Cecilia Chung. Ken. Go Ken. Taking a shot in the dark here. I haven't seen the film. Uh, what is second time around? Correct. Oh, that's correct. You know the reason I haven't seen it? They had a DVD out with like a subtitle track that constantly like cut off half of the sentences in English. (laughs) Like quality control Hong Kong style. So I I didn't even bother with that. It's reissued now. So hopefully they've completed (laughs) the subtitle translation. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, I think there's a a Blu-ray now. He is called nothing else. (laughs) all right well ken uh you've come out on top with uh, 12 points amazing job sir congratulations buddy excellent we're giving a good shot there tom we're giving a good shot it could have been anybody's trivia nice twist towards the end to like um to uh the tables could have been turned easily that was exciting yeah it did uh, a little bit didn't it yeah but i think i did okay for half 11 on saturday morning <laughs> Excuses. Very well. Excuses. <laughs> now, now we do have a prize uh, for this year's winner, and uh, and because I kind of wanted to, um, you know, show a little bit of love towards uh, a podcaster who's uh, no longer with us, I have a copy of Funky Bollywood um, that will be yours if you don't already have it, Ken. I actually do have it. Uh, okay. So uh, I'm going to, uh, that's very wonderful. Um, uh, last well, year, 
Phil was runner up, right? That's yes. yeah. So, so, so if they, uh, if you if you don't have it, Phil, then uh, uh, I'd, I'd be happy I, to donate the prize to you because I, that... I, I I don't, and I I I'd love that. All me. right, it will I be will coming your way, sir. I'll you get your uh, contact deals, details later. It's like Todd's yes, love letter to uh, yeah. cult Indian cinema. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of the time, uh, it's really lovely book to just to flick through. To be honest, because it's su mm. such a colorful blast in terms of design uh, the book itself you know um and uh todd yeah, was uh his heart was really into that and he mm. uh, you know conceived and executed and uh, did uh talks around town when that book came out so it was really nice uh, to see so yeah. so yeah the, so for the, for listeners out there who may not be aware todd statman was a one of the hosts of uh podcast on fire episodes and he is also an author um he's written a couple of books, but he has this wonderful book called Funky Bollywood, which is an in-depth look at very early um, Bollywood cinema. And it's just it's it's a wonderful piece of work. And for anybody who's you know interested in, you know, just dipping their toes into um, that world. I mean, it's very popular now. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on with, um, you know, I think even Disney Plus now is uh has a you know new indian uh blockbuster that's akin to like they're trying to build like a marvel cinematic universe but with indian mythos mm. um that they're pushing now so it that cinema the cinema's really changed bollywood cinema tollywood cinema but he really goes into um a lot of the earlier stuff that how it, you know that hasn't always been out there in the public eye so it's um yeah. it's, it's really a wonderful book yeah, between last Christmas special and this Christmas special, we unfortunately lost uh, Todd. So good on your uh, bringing bringing his memory back. So, so yeah, it's, uh, nice. uh, dearly missed. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he's he's with us with the spirit and for the Christmas spirit, and we will raise a toast to him later. So, yeah, graciously, I will, I will accept that. Thank you, and uh, I will spread the good word of Todd um, across the social media when I get that as well. So I look forward to that. So thank you very much. All right, gentlemen. Well, that brings our game to a close, and I now thank you all for participating. Begins. And yeah. <laughs> three men enter, one man leaves. Uh. <laughs> cool. It's true. It was fun. It was fun. In, in, in true Christmas Eve fashion, you know, a couple of hours with the in-laws, uh, then then the resentment. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know, I think I'm just gonna have my eighth eggnog. I'm gonna tell you what I think. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, you know what? I've been saying it for years and we've been saying it for years, but you know what? Uh next year I'm I'm fully on board to to host one. Um and uh, I'll be bringing the the really easy questions to you in a format um, of, of my picking. So uh yeah, I'll nominate myself for next year to do uh, next year's Christmas special. Um but Paul, fantastic job this year by the way. Thank you. It was wonderful. Thank you, Jens, and it. thank you for Paul, coming and applause. appreciate Yay! that all the research Showing up. and all the preparation. Thank you, yeah, mate. Really appreciate exactly. it. I've had an amazing time. Did a lot of that come from like your stored personal stored knowledge or you had to do some deep dive research on uh, current releases, past releases or what was the deal there, Paul? Was, uh... uh I'm it was a mix of you know, stuff that I was aware of and then some stuff that I, you know, uh, dig deeper. I tried to, you know, with Jeopardy, as you go down the the question categories, they're supposed to get a little bit more difficult, uh, as it were. So I tried to scale them in such a way that um, the, the the initial questions were a bit e on the easy side and the later ones were a bit harder. Mm. 
But it didn't always work out that way. It seems like you got some of the later ones really easily. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has a different knowledge base, so you know it all works out exactly. in the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see my Bruce Campbell book from here, so obviously I'm going to get uh, Bruce Campbell. Cheater! <laughs> it was written before Baba Hotep. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that 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 is actually a book recommendation. One of his books. Bruce has written many, but many. But uh, do pick up or pick up the audiobook of "If Chins Could Kill." Yeah, right. yes, read, that's a good one. It's always yeah, it yeah. goes through in depth all the trials and tri tribulations of uh, making Evil Dead, and then making the, those films that weren't received well at all. They did like a modern gangster film together. Uh, Bruce and Sam and all those guys, and I, I don't think that was received well at all. And uh, Bruce really was a on the verge of burning himself out and really it didn't the career wasn't working at mm -hmm. one point uh, despite uh, a cult hit like that um, uh, but i have read the follow-up to that don't remember the name now but if uh, oh. chins could kill as a good um it, it, it i i have, have like the romance book. one isn't it yeah i can't remember no, it's, it's, not the romance one but it's essentially a sequel to if chins could kill that's uh, ah. confessions of a b-movie actor is it that one that's the subtitle to If Chins Could Kill. So it's okay, a different yeah. title, but regardless, um, uh, it's a good book to pick up physically because there are a lot of great photos. Uh, but obviously, mm. Bruce reads the audio version too. So it's uh, worth a listen to if you're into that stuff. So. Well, gentlemen, I've had a blast. I'm going to leave the final word to you guys to, again, plug uh, stuff that you're working on, stuff that you may have coming in the new year. Um, for people to look out for and I'll I think Ken you should get the uh, final closing word as as it's you know your show and that's the tradition I don't want I don't want to go I want to go first I want to go first please, please, please. me 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 no. <laughs> wait in line <laughs> down boy down boy go on Tom me first okay um thank you for inviting me guys pleasure as always thank you for putting all the work in Paul really appreciate that um and yeah you can check me out the thing at the moment we're kind of trying to pour our heart and soul into uh sweat blood and beers um is a youtube channel for the lager logs that's kind of where we're doing all our stuff at the moment the podcast is coming back hopefully by the time this is out just before christmas you'll uh you'll be able to check that out Got some good stuff coming up and then lots of plans for the new years i think the instagram is probably uh the best place to grab us for some interaction with 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 the boys when i say boys i mean uh me who's on the most you or Stu? who, who uh, interacts with uh, the you Stu, Stu does a lot of interacting a lot of interacting i kind of watch from the uh the wings a lot and uh kind of take my chance when someone interesting <laughs> comes along um <laughs> But yeah, we uh, we got a good community over there, so uh, check that out if that's your thing. Uh, and Merry Christmas to you guys, and Merry Christmas to everybody who's listening. You know, friendly tip: uh, buy the domain for blood, sweat, and beers. Right? Now. I will. I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna add that to the list as well. A lot of good, lot of good uh, ideas tonight from you, Kenneth. I appreciate that. Sorry, I missed you. <laughs> We're interchangeable. <laughs> can be still can be Phil. They're all persons to me. <laughs> I will uh, pass the mic to, to Phil. Pass the mic. Wuk, 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 wuk. Yeah, that nice one, Paul. Uh, wicked Christmas show. Loved uh, the concept. So thank you for that and putting the effort in because I know we have to do that and uh, it come out it come out fine and well done, Ken, for winning that one. Um, 
Ace Film Fans, yeah, you can find us. More YouTube stuff coming up. Um, check out um, Jean-Paul Loy's uh, short film, uh, Speed Dating. It's just come out, five-star review. It's out on YouTube now. Mm. You can see it. Um, you can see it through our channel and or through Jean-Paul Loy's. looks fantastic. It's great to see him back in action. It's kind of Fleabag meets John Wick, so go and check that out. Um, for a Christmas treat just for you guys, because... By the time this is out, it should be out. I have an interview with Michael J. White coming out um, for his new film, As Good As Dead. And yes, Michael J. White is as cool as I thought he would be when I chatted to him. <laughs> so look out for that on my uh, YouTube channel as well, at Eastern Film Fans. And I wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas and a fabulous New Year from Eastern Film Fans. Ken? Over to you. One wonderful season's greetings, indeed. Uh, uh, thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast, the various podcasts. Uh, obviously, it's not just podcast on fire. The director's series is going strong. This weekend's season so forth. Uh, what's Korean cinema, even? And uh, we we may not be as prolific because uh, we simply can't do everything at once and have a life and have a day job so sometimes the podcast output slows down ever so slightly i apologize for that but uh, we're mixing commentary research and commentary recording obviously and uh, other things in life and sometimes we simply need to rest but uh, thank you for bearing uh, with us we have some cool stuff in the pipeline for 2023 already that is uh, recorded i could tease though i don't do interviews a lot but i found a uh, an angle to a show where we can get the sort of inside scoop on the making of an older Hong Kong film. Mm. And uh, so we're going to do a show on Magic Crystal. Oh, but brilliant. that will be supplemented uh, or within the show. Where we'll have an interview with uh, Richard Norton, specifically talking yeah. of Magic Crystal. I've had a pleasure to, speaking of Richard twice before for the show. It's cool. Always approachable, always lovely, always nice, and uh, always happy to talk of his... Uh, past memories uh, even if those memories are about goofy times working for Wong Jing and uh, going to Greece for Wong Jing which I'm sure was not a terrible uh, terrible concept uh, you know and so we're, we're doing that so obviously it's going to be a, a regular show but we're going to interrupt the, the, the background section with uh, me and Richard talking specifically about uh, some things he remembers from uh, making magic crystal with uh, with Andy, watching Andy fight, watching Cynthia fight, and watching that creepy alien puppet towards the end of <laughs> magic crystal. I'm thinking, what the that hell is. have I signed up for? It's a, it's a job, it's a gig, so let's, let's rock and roll. So that's coming, and a couple of uh, what's Korean cinema shows I quite uh, like, so I'll mention those. We're doing uh, Il Mer, which is uh, the film about the magic mailbox that was remade into... Uh, the Lake House with uh, Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. So we're talking of the uh, some older Hong Kong cinema and some um, and uh, Hong Kong cinema, Korean cinema. And then we're talking of the remake in a special bonus episode that's coming up as well. So uh, Keanu makes his uh, debut, I think, on the podcast on Fire Network in the form of uh, a uh, bonus episode uh, covering that uh, remake of a Korean film. So um, so that's all uh, all good uh, fun. So thank you everybody for the support and for bearing with us and. There's some good uh, uh, commentaries coming up. We do have our last 88 films releases. Uh, it's been delayed sort of continually. Uh, we are doing the commentary on Iceman uh, Cometh when uh, that is coming out. Hopefully at 
before the end of the year, but it's been delayed a couple of times. So that's uh, it's been I'm... frozen in time, mm. hey! unthawed in years uh, to come. Uh, uh, Ivan, nineteenth of December or Boxing Day at this point. Um, mm. So um, that's uh, coming out. It's a good commentary, good fun. Uh, and uh, when all was said and done, there were no uh, extra added controversial stuff on the Iceman Cometh Blu-ray. At one point, uh, they were going to put uh, the former guy on it, but no more. So uh, so buy that if you like the film, Iceman Cometh, featuring two versions of the film as well. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, But that's, uh, that's it for me. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, season's greetings. Thank you to Paul for putting together this uh, vast epic uh, trivia for us all and uh, it was Hell yeah. ever so lovely to uh, to uh, yeah. chat with you and compete with you all so uh, thank you to our quiz master once more yeah. thank Yay. you guys and happy holidays to everyone happy holidays <laughs>